No time like the present to make up facts and figures. And you know what? No one wants this. And yet there will. They no will, one asked for it. No. That doesn't mean no one wants it. They will listen to it. <laughs> they will listen to it. Uh, oh, I'm sorry for everyone involved. I apologize for nothing. Jason, you going to make it through this one? No, I just have to add another thing to the list of letters that I need to rate. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should have a drinking party. You can just come up and, and drink. <laughs> it's, it's scary when you call it a drinking party. Because like you could just call it a drink at a party. Just call it a party where we have drinks, but but a drinking party sounds like a commitment. Yeah, that's what I'm asking for. You start hanging out at my nerd parties. You don't have those, do you? I mean, you haven't been invited yet. How am I not getting invited to nerd parties? Because <laughs> you weren't into the nerdy shit I was nerdy into. It was just different things. Yeah, different nerds. Different nerds. Yeah. Nerds. You know, if we combined our nerd power, we could be something really specially nerdy. <laughs> we could do that. We could do like a podcast on the Pacers or something. So, uh, just prepare to, uh, it'll be great. It'll be perfect. Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth. I'm gonna be real with you, and I don't care if I get fired. I feel like you, you can't just like jump through Neptune and be okay. Just prepare to. What the show needs is more dogs and bears and chickens and stuff. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be a watch and beautiful goodness. Welcome Pacers fans, you are listening to the Undebeatables, your semi-weekly Pacers podcast. Welcome Pacers fans, you are listening to the Undebeatables, your semi-weekly Pacers podcast. Today is March 18th, 2018, and this is episode 305, coming to you from Indianapolis, Indiana. I'm your host, Joey Gafrida, the man behind the dials and season ticket holder, first from the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. It's the doctor. Jason Triplett. What is up, Pacers fans? What is up, Undebeatables? Good to see you guys. Been a been a while since we did one of these. Got the whole band back together. Want to do a quick shout out to uh, actually an anti shout out to uh, Chairman Leslie, Justin, and Claire. Uh, supposed to go camping with them this weekend, and we made it all the way out to Raystown Lake, Pennsylvania, and then everybody but Jill and I left. They drove back. They couldn't couldn't handle the rain. Mm. So Jill and I slept in the rain all night, but then got up this morning, went for a beautiful hike. And then we're driving back. We decided to go to the local town, Huntington, Huntingdon, something like that, Pennsylvania. And lo and behold, I turned a corner and all of a sudden I crossed the Juniata River. And there <laughs> is Juniata College. <laughs> did, it had did, sprung forth out of nowhere. Spring up right before your feet. <laughs> the Brigadoon University. <laughs> That's a deep cut for, That is a deep cut For other people's fans I was so excited And Joel was like I've never heard of this guy 
Scotty. <laughs> Frank Vogel's alma mater. Shout oh yeah, that's right. I didn't even Darth say Vogel. Vogel. Yeah. I, I assume that it will soon be renamed Vogel University after. Yeah, the most I was like, I'm sure they have like a plaque or something. He's sure. got to be like the most famous statue out front. Alma mater. Yeah. Well, he also did didn't graduate from there. He left. Ah. Hmm. That's that's what happened to you, right, Joe? Mm, I've got lots of those places. <laughs> <laughs> From Indianapolis, Indiana, he's our in-house bartender mixing up the drinks and the crappy jingles, John Colson. What is up, Pacer Nation? Quick shout-out to my mother. Uh, she turned 75 on July 4th. It's been a while since we've done the show. Um, had a really nice party. But beyond that, I would like to shout-out to Joey's family, not specifically to Joey, uh, he's pretty much away from space, but uh, uh, Connie Lee, Eugene, Oregon. <laughs> uh, Connie Lee made the uh, party possible. Uh, we ha- had that over at Mikado, uh, which was fantastic. And also thank you, uh, thank you to uh, your lovely wife Catherine, who uh, invited us to uh, Symphony on the Prairie. Uh, last night, while well, the in-laws were in town, and I had to figure out to do something with them, and uh, had a lovely evening. Um, it was the APA, the American Pianists Association Classical <laughs> winner. Uh, he's a national pianist uh, savant, and was amazing with his pianists. <laughs> I heard it was the largest penis conference in that's the right. world. That's right. That's right. Uh, Indiana holds the largest penis conference in the world. Uh, <laughs> and actually, this, this uh, coming fall, we're going to have the um, Jazz Pianist um, <laughs> Conference, uh, where, where five different uh, pianists will be playing at the, the uh, Jazz Kitchen. It's going to be great. At the same time? Uh, no, over five different penis shows. Okay, okay, okay. I got you. <laughs> I'm sorry, Joey. <laughs> uh, this is great. Before we get into the show, just want to remind you, you can support us. Again, anybody? Ouch, ouch. It's cold. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> Thanks for showing up, Harper. <laughs> this, this, this is awkward. All right. <laughs> See you guys next week. That's uh, no, was, yeah. You didn't get the letter. The letter didn't make it. To... <laughs> Did you guys find the glitch? We said it. No, was, I, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was checking a stat. Kind of. Yeah. You got excited by the jingle. Everything <laughs> fell apart. From Eugene, Oregon, out west, it's our beloved enforcer, <laughs> John Harper. What's going on, fellas? I am super stoked to be back with you guys. Uh, quick shout out to Grandma Dee Dee Phillips, who took down a rabid bobcat. <laughs> shout mm. out. With her bare hands, silently like a ninja. <laughs> So that her sleeping grandchild would not be awoken as she throttled it. She strangled it. (laughs) She broke her fingers (laughs) and didn't make a sound so that she wouldn't wake her sleeping grandchild. That lady is a rock star. Yes, yes. Didi, you can have a lifetime unlimited drinks when we hang out. Colson, first thing we got this show is the boomerang. What do you got coming at us this week? Uh, Yeah, so... 
the Pacers played the Cavs uh, last night and only grabbed 24 rebounds for the entire game. And so I figured we'd talk about the top rebounders in the game this season uh, because they can pretty much do that by themselves on a night. <laughs> so, um, so we're going to go the top 10 rebounds per game this season so far. Uh, I'm going to start with uh, Joey. Let's go Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard has yet to play. He's been injured. Oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so I got another shot then. <laughs> <laughs> sure. We'll let you try again. But we didn't even get to the hard ones before before Joey stalled out. <laughs> My apologies. Next next week I'll just ask players names in the NBA that you might have heard of. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Why don't we why doesn't Jason say um in his Australian accent, every time we do the boomerang, that's not a knife. This is a knife. That should be part of our bit. Why are you telling him? I'm telling him right now. <laughs> okay. You know he's not here, right? No, I know, but he'll listen to the show, ideally. Is this going to make the show? I don't know. Apparently it is now. Okay. It's the only way they can communicate. It's like message in a bottle status. Or just Secret note to Jason. <laughs> communicating through the pod now. <laughs> oh, I've had better plans. Hmm. But not, not this, today. Not this week. <laughs> That's good. How's the hams? Oh, Did they take you to Buzz uh, City? It's ham, ham worthy. <laughs> what are you... Is, you're a bartender. What are, you know, you've got your black and tan. What do you, what do they call it when you do Guinness and hams? Is it black and ham, or is it something else? <laughs> mm, I black like it. and ham. But <laughs> <laughs> get to your local bar. Yeah, you're not gonna fail to find one that has hams on tap, though, are you? No, probably not. Once I do, though, I'm never leaving. <laughs> you bring, you just bring your own. Slap a couple bucks yeah. on the bar and say, "Look." When Colson doesn't show up next week, <laughs> we'll just start calling around Indiana for the black and hams. <laughs> We're definitely when we open up the Undebeatables bar. That's definitely going to be specialty. <laughs> oh yeah, Undebeatable bar. Undebeatable bar. We could do live shows, and you could do bartending exhibitions. I like it. Mostly were a tax right off, but yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a fun company for sure. Um, since we're going with fun facts, uh, Corey Joseph plays the steel pan. Hmm. Oh, we should hook him up with David West. That's right. Uh, just for the uh, listeners, a steel pan is a musical instrument that originated from Trinidad and Tobago. It's a it's a drum. Mm-hmm. Kind of what it sounds like. Yeah. The steel pan. What's, it, what's the metal that it's made out of? I think it's steel, and I think it's kind of in a form of a pan. Can you tell me where okay. Trinidad and Tobago is? Uh, it's an island off the um, Toboggan Coast. <laughs> <laughs> it's where they make sled. <laughs> is it Tobago or Tobago? Tomato, tomato. Okay. <laughs> Tobago, Tobago. Use that every time for now. Let's replace this tomato. Joey, tomato. let's call the whole thing off. Okay. <laughs> yeah, last year we thought it was competitive when we got swept. We got swept. Yeah. 
But that was the closest sweep closest in history. Closest sweep in history. <laughs> it was. It was the closest. I'd like to give it a, a shout out to Moral Victories. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had enough of those this year. We've had too many actual victories. So. Let's celebrate those things. I've got a, I've got a question. Mm. Okay. This is for you, Colson. So did uh, did Daco Loco did he lose his job to Kojo's Mojo? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think um, Trevor Booker might come to my house and beat me up after I called him Doughy. I didn't Maybe. think about that. I'm gonna post your address. <laughs> Please <my> don't. <laughs> Please deliver a beating. <laughs> <Tom Coulson> at- <laughs> Also, uh, happy birthday to Miles Turner. Yeah. Just, his birthday was yesterday. Just turned, turned 22. 22. He's got yeah. the confidence of a 22-year-old. <laughs> an old man now. Yeah. <laughs> Sage-like wisdom. Friday, March 23rd, Pacers returned to the field house to face a desperate Clippers team, and they were able to squeak out a 109-104 win. Uh, Bojan Bogdanovic was sensational, scoring 28 points and leading five Pacers. Uh, and score double figures. The win was the Pacers' 42nd of the season, guaranteeing a winning season with nine games to play. The last game of the week, Sunday, March 25th. Another day, another nail-biter at the Fieldhouse. This one went into overtime, or should I say, duck overtime. <laughs> <laughs> and the Pacers came away with a 113-107 win over the Heat. Uh, Oladipo had a game-high 23, but it was Darren Collison playing savior, scoring 10 points in overtime alone. The win moved the Pacers to 43-31 and and plunged a playoff berth. Um, I don't know if we uh, talk I – mean, I, I know we talk enough about uh, Victor Oladipo and about how great a leader he is, but he got the uh, post-game interview after this game, and um, you know they kept asking him about – um, you know, they asked him about his big three-pointer, and they just asked him about the team, and he just kept deflecting to. Um, he mentioned multiple times uh, Thad Young, and every time uh, Jeremiah Johnson tried to like compliment him on his game, he talked about how Darren Collison hit the big shots down the stretch, and that's why we won this game. And he's just he's poised, and then he after that he goes and he signs, uh, you know, uh, shoes, takes his shoes off for kids, like. He's just a great ambassador for this team, and I'm just—it's just—it's just, it's just, it's just fantastic. There's a, f- a piece in 538 this week. Uh, it's about the Pacers is bucking every NBA trend, and it's working. A lot of long twos, and it's basically not doing what everyone else that's successful is. Uh, but as of recorded, we're 12 games over 500. Harper, um, are we are we zigging or zagging right now when the, the rest of the league is? Uh, it's clear that they're zigging and we are zagging, and I will take okay. no counter argument on the point. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is interesting though. I mean, we are taking tons of wide open twos, and that means that we're being given tons of wide open twos, and other teams will forego these shots to find other ones, stuff near the rim or three point shots. I think maybe this is a combination of stuff, how we ended up here. Nate has sort of had the, when you get an open shot, take an open shot mantra. He wants to play early offense or late offense. And I think that those two things together mean that, yeah, we end up taking a lot of a lot of open or wide open twos. 
The reality, though, is that if you find a wide-open shot within your offense, you probably should be taking that shot. Take what teams give us. And we've done a great, great job of taking what teams give us. And that means that we're plus 13 relative to our uh, projected win totals versus what Vegas had us. That's very good. (laughs) That's very good. But they figure out a way to just keep making plays down the stretch. And, you know, they get a lead at the end and they hold on to it now, which is a skill. That is a skill as a basketball team to -hmm. do that. So we are now 11-1 and in games decided by three points or less. We're also 3-0 and in overtime games. Um, if I'm right, which I, I'm willing to be wrong on this, I have not fact-checked, but uh, I heard on the radio tonight that 11-1 that and in games decided by three or less is not only the best uh, in this season, but it's the best percentage in NBA history. Hmm. Wow. For wins over... Uh, for games uh, over 10, right? So if, for, if that happening in your season with 10 games decided by three or less. That seemed, that seemed amazing to me. So like I said, I haven't fact-checked it, but I will repeat it blindly. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Playoffs are coming up here soon. We're, we're, you know, we know we're in, so that's, that's fantastic. We're, uh, we're going to get to hear the jingle several times. <laughs> <laughs> Rejoice, Pacer Nation. It is at long last time for the NBA playoffs. And your Pacers road to the NBA finals. Coulson, I I have a vision of you standing outside, uh, high fidelity style, uh, holding a (laughs) boombox outside like Nate McMillan's window with the playoff jingle playing like real loud. I don't. It was say anything, not I But no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Say anything is that John Cusack? Window. Same, same actor. But I've yeah, never even seen that. I've never seen say anything. Mm. Well, you've well, seen the image. High fidelity. Yeah, he plays. He yeah. He works at the music store and he plays. Music, oh no! But it's yeah. Oh, maybe you're right. Not yeah. in the boombox. Yeah. You know, I should have known. There's that no if maybe. It was a movie. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Don't question Jason on John Cusack movies. <laughs> you want to get into some gross point blank? Let's do it. Stop. Okay. Oh boy. We're gonna have to do two a days, I think. Two a days. Yep. <laughs> but coach, I'm tired. Know. It's been a long season. Maybe I'll sit out on the Thursday show uh, for rest. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Slick is rounded into playoff form, so. You gotta be there too. You pull Miles Turner, get yourself in foul trouble. Just curse a lot and we'll just mute your mic. DNP swears. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my chickens were just—they're out and they were just screaming. Being chickens, they were just—they were so loud. Doing chickeny stuff. I just want to make sure that they were all right. <laughs> just imagine them running around the thing with their wings. What do you know. do to correct the behavior? <laughs> <laughs> oh, nothing. I just wanted to make sure that there wasn't like a, an animal eating them ah, or something. Yes, okay. But it can't do anything. You can't just like spray them with a water bottle like a cat. And <laughs> you can't. I mean, I guess you could. <laughs> they just look at but, you stupidly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Just feed them All food. Right. I guess yeah, they don't eat. They don't. They don't cry when they're they're busy eating food. Right. I mean, I do, but <laughs> <laughs> but chickens don't do that. Cry while you shame eat. Yes. <laughs> so the season has ended. It was very different, I think, than uh, than we all thought it was going to be. Um, for me, I was excited uh, for uh, that. We, you know, we finished well above expectations. The team, for me, the biggest thing that I love so much was that the team had fun uh, and they were fun to watch you know the team last year uh was you know a little bit worse record wise but just absolutely miserable uh, to watch they uh you know on and off the court uh they weren't that fun you know during the games paul george would complain and then afterwards he would throw his teammates under buses and complain about things <laughs> um then to sort of cap that season off uh his his quote before he was traded was uh you know uh i'm on he's like i have a you know i, I have a contract as a pacer there's no way around that um, <laughs> and uh all that is behind us now and we've got a victor oladipo uh in front and uh he's had a you know he's an all-star had a fantastic season and just super positive super fun and and the post-game interviews really couldn't be much different uh, he's he he won't take any credit on his own, and uh, he he's always 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 giving credit to his teammates, um, and they see you know they're goofing around, they're having a good time afterwards. Um, I was excited to have Lance uh, back on the team and playing a pretty you know playing the role that he does. You know he makes mistakes, but he's really fun, and uh, you know I think we we probably won a few games because his energy and effort off the bench. Um, you know, really can can get the rest of the team going. You know, and uh, sometimes we just didn't have that in the past, and uh, it's just been a fun ride this this year. So, Jason, what were your takeaways from this past season? Well, I think that you hit the nail on the head there. With it was all about attitude adjustment. If you'll remember, last spring, maybe around this time, I wasn't even watching Pacers basketball, <laughs> even though we were in the middle of a playoff hunt. And I think of myself as an analyst. Uh, and that was because they were not enjoyable to watch at all. Whereas this year, every time you tune in, it's exciting, you know? Colson, what about you? I know that uh, it's been an up-and-down season. Uh, but overall, it's got to be pretty good, though. Right? Oh, yeah. No, it's been an up season. Uh, I think from top to bottom, uh, this team cares about each other. That's that's the way it appears. They care about basketball. You know, Darren Collison likes to talk about, hey, all of us are, you know, points of our career where we have something to prove. We were all guys that, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, um, our last team didn't want us or didn't sign us or, you know, traded us away. Um, and and uh, in some sense, they all are sixth men or replacement level players, right? That was the idea. And we're just going to fill out our roster and and uh, tread some water and what happened instead is that these guys all um, are having almost to a man having career years um, which is incredible harper what about you um you know you uh i know you're a big iu guy too Uh, um i guess did you have any inkling of what uh what old depot was gonna be no no in fairness no I mean, he's a good player. He's a tenacious defender. He's always been that. He's super athletic. But I 
I had no idea he was going to be able to shoot the ball the way that he has this year. But more importantly, I just I had no idea the kind of leader that he was because he was so overshadowed in OKC. He, he, he's been just tremendous. You know, and, and sort of my two big points in the season, Colson are the same as yours, right? It's those, um, you know, it's that play with Boyan, you know, coming off the heels of a four-game win streak. We then dropped two in a row, including that Boston game. This is kind of when I first started to think that this team was for real, right? And a couple games get away from us, and you think, uh-oh, you know, this this could be a, a, a turning point. Um, but, and maybe it was, but to the better, right? right, um, right. This team didn't fall apart. They didn't panic. Um, you know, they, they, they stuck together, and they, and they gutted it out. Um, this has just been a tremendous team. And same with the, you know, I, I, I love that that meeting where Oladipo goes to Miles Turner. So I just think that's the coolest thing. I just love that so much. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just my favorite thing ever. <laughs> you get the sense that game after game, in these games where we're down by 15 points or something like that, there was always a belief that we were going to come back and just a, a, a refusal to just throw the towel in. And I think that that comes from Oladipo. And yeah. Miles Turner and his maybe naivety, blind, you know, optimism as a young guy, <laughs> right? And yeah. that filters throughout the rest of the team. They're just like, all right, cool. Well, let's go do it, you know? And that has just been really fun to watch. And I think yeah. that it, um, yeah, it's really a testament to the character of those guys. Frank Vogel, another coach, getting the axe uh, in Orlando. Um, just just throwing this out there. Uh, I'd like to have Frank back. Um, but uh, maybe I shouldn't talk about that uh, while the Pacers have an active, <laughs> an active playoff I'm not series. sure it's ever stopped us before. <laughs> <laughs> Turning over a new leaf. I like yeah. That. Yeah. So the coaches, uh, there may be some movement. There definitely will be some movement. Uh, I, I wish all these teams, uh, you know, best of luck in their, their coaching search. I hope they all fail miserably. <laughs> <laughs> a lowering tide raises my boat. So. <laughs> I don't know. That's how that works. That's not a thing? No. <laughs> I never had a band called Slogo, but maybe I should. We just do Slogo. Yeah, we just do slow jams. Nice. I play the triangle. That's I'll where play, the money is. I'll play the air horn. <laughs> the slow go. I'm gonna play the t-shirt cannon. <laughs> that we, the crowd will be so hyped, even if our music's terrible. We have a t-shirt. That's cannon. right. Even if, and the chances of that seem slow. Somehow, t-shirt cannon and slow jams. A triangle, an air horn, and a t-shirt cannon. Just smash <laughs> people in the face with t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> this music just writes itself. <laughs> Next segment we got is my stat of the week. Joey, stat of the week. It's a little early this time, but um, I just found this stat out. It's it's amazing. Uh, LeBron James, um, he has won his uh, he has won twenty one straight games in the first round, which dates back to two thousand and twelve. That's amazing. Uh, it, it's just fantastic, I think. Uh, uh, it's just very dominant performance by a very dominant player. Uh, so congrats out to you, Le- LeBron, on that one. Yeah, I like it when we, uh, 
you know, when when we give the stat of the week to people who just lost their streak. Oh, oh, <laughs> this is coming across the wire. Uh, Sunday, April 15th, Pacers travel to the land of Cleve to take on three-time defending Eastern Conference champions, and they cruise to an easy victory, 98-80. to Victor Oladipo, fantastic in this game. He dropped 32 points, 6-4. and four. Uh, LeBron James, I, I think, kind of padded his stats. He picked up a me- it's kind of a meaningless <laughs> triple-double. And player of the game, Lance Stevenson with poster dunk and uh, a nice headbutt into the stanchion after. <laughs> Looked totally normal. Totally normal. <laughs> I, can't, I can't use any more words without talking about Oladipo. Um, he just had a phenomenal day. Um, 11-19 shooting, 32 points, and four steals, and just super disruptive. Um, this was a, a really fun game. And uh, I, just to give a special shout-out to uh, Bogdanovich, you know, I think early in the game he was working with his offense, uh, just being super aggressive, uh, going to the basket. Um, and then after, later in the game, you know, he was uh, still struggling offensively, but, you know, he's guarding LeBron for long stretches, so that's more than a full-time job in itself. Yeah. And that's going to cost you offensively. You just you're going to sure. have to be ready for that as a team. If you want Bogey to cover LeBron, it's going to affect his offensive game. It just will. Right. Uh, but he's willing right. to make that sacrifice. And and, that, and again, you love that about this team. It was not a question. He was going to go out there and work his tail off. And you can tell that you know Mark Jackson and uh, Van guy. Gundy had not watched a lot of Pacers ball this year because <laughs> you know they were surprised in the third quarter. What a great job Bogdanovich had done in spite of the fact that right. he's not the most athletic guy. But we've we've seen him do that all season. He answers the call on defense, and he's not the quickest, biggest, strongest guy out there, but he's a great team defender. He knows where he's supposed to be, and he does his job. Yeah. I, I loved Oladipo's uh, postgame, too. They uh, they asked him what, oh, what yeah. people might have uh, learned, and he said, I don't care what they learned. I'm just worried about my team and winning <laughs> one game at a time. Yeah. yeah. It was great. No, it's, it's fantastic. But, Harper, we're here to talk about the, the – uh, Pacers game two we just watched them lose to the Cleveland Cavaliers uh, final score was 100 to 97 uh, you know this game was uh it was interesting you know it was uh the the first half was, the first quarter was was just completely owned by the Cavaliers and the, and the Pacers just uh, just clawed their way back slowly um and uh, LeBron was just dominant in this game, but I, you know, I think kind of embarrassingly, he didn't get a triple double. Um, <laughs> he only got forty six points and twelve rebounds, but five assists. It's not going to cut it these days, even even though they won the game. Uh, lucky, they were yeah. lucky to escape with that one. I, I really do think that that's probably the Cavs' best punch. Right? We won dominantly from wire to wire in game one, um, and. And then we went in a game two, a game we didn't need, a game we're down 18 points in the first six minutes, and we didn't roll over. We could have just been like, ah, let's rest some guys or whatever, and we didn't. Um, this is a special team, and it's it's really exciting. Tonight, game three went down back at the field house. It was a pivotal game three, and the Pacers did what they'd done all season, which was come back from a 15-plus deficit to win a nail biter this time it was the croatian basketball jesus Bojan bogdanovic <laughs> leading the way 
with 30 points, including a crucial three-pointer from just outside Bloomington. <laughs> Bogey, try, uh, Bogey tied a franchise record for three-pointers made, uh, three-pointer field goal made in a playoff game with seven. So I guess uh, we should get into this here. Pacers win game three. What's the, what's that bring to the series to you, Colson? <clears throat> Two one. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> Bitches. <laughs> thank you for finishing your sentence. Um, can, yes. can we talk? Can we talk about this? Um, That's so, the only thing we're here to talk about. So here's the deal. Scrape the ball off the ground. He's out at the freaking hash mark. He's 35 feet away and just freaking drains it. We're, this has got to be one of the greatest shots in Pacer history. Top 25 for sure. For sure. Oyan Bogdama, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Jill. Let's so game four. We just uh, we just finished watching that. Colson, you and I were in the building with Catherine and Connie, um, Jason and John. Uh, you guys watched it from afar. Uh, Pacers lose one oh four to one hundred. Colson, you seem more uh, I don't know more nihilistic than normal. <laughs> <laughs> what was your takeaway from the game? Uh, um, everything's awful. Yeah. <laughs> You'll never be happy again. That's right. Just <laughs> waiting for the heat death of the universe. I'm going to flip and... this on his head, Colson, in two ways. Okay. So first of all, if I would have told you before this series started that we would be two to two, you would have taken that without flinching. You would have said, yes, that's awesome. That means we have a chance to win this series. We've been in every game. This game we lost because our best player went shot 25% from the floor. We left like 10 points out there on bunnies that we bunnies missed and, chippies. and, and free yeah. throws. And Miles Turner played 22 minutes because of foul trouble. And we were up with three minutes to play. Um, yeah, I mean, all these guys, like you said, Jason, all these guys have had their games. Um, if you want to go out and support these guys, you can go out and buy their T-shirts in the home court gift shop. Um, I guess except Bogdanovich. They, they don't have his shirt. It's sold out. Um, no, no, they just they don't make it. <laughs> what? You want to talk about how everything's awful? We went to buy Bogdanovich's T-shirt, and they don't make it. No, I'm sure it was just sold out. Nope, 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 nope. nope. No, they we, we talked us, to his staff. Yeah, they said they have his jersey, but not his T-shirt. Mm. Hmm. They never made it. You know, they they did make a Glenn Robinson the Third T-shirt and sure. TJ Leaf T-shirt, sure. just in case you need <laughs> that one. TJ Leaf T-shirts, but not boy yeah. T-shirts. <laughs> but not not bogey. <laughs> who, are, who are these marketing geniuses working for the Pacers? And this and this, this poor girl was like, this is Larry yeah, Bird's territory, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. That's what he runs. And I'm like, yeah. did he did score 30 points at a playoff game yesterday, right? And she was like, yeah. And I was uh, like, like okay. he he's a starter for the team. He's like the entire year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't they have printed some of those up between game think. three and right. game you four? <laughs> like, We're here to talk about game five, and well, that did happen. Uh, series was tied at two to two, and the Pacers found some offensive traction by feeding backup big man Demontis Sabonis down low. He led the team with 22 points and helped propel Indiana to a seven-point halftime lead 
in Cleveland. But an abysmal third quarter and heroic effort from LeBron James, including 44 points, a key block slash uncalled goaltend <laughs> on Victor Oladipo uh, with three seconds remaining, and the game-winning three-pointer as time expired uh, left the Pacers with a 98-95 loss. Uh, and they will come home Friday facing playoff elimination. Game six tonight. Uh, we all watched it. Uh, Pacers win... 121 to 87, 34 points, uh, victory. That is stat of the week, the biggest Pacers win uh, in playoff history. Nate's going to bed sleeping real sound because he's already got this thing figured out. Just he just got, won by uh, 34. Crap. He doesn't need good. anything. It's all good. Yeah. There's no. It doesn't carry over to the next game. No, this is how this is how this is how it works. You, you, do you think he he thinks, oh we'll just if we lose uh, on the by seventeen sheet. we still by the aggregate win by like seventeen <laughs> it's just the Champions soccer. League like that's <laughs> fine it works oh, we got a more away goals so more away baskets like it doesn't work that way Someone for a once and always him. coach obviously <laughs> Leonard turn out the lights the party's over. Oh, that's right. that's a, no. That's a shout out to uh, Bobby Sick Leonard, who called the game tonight ten minutes before the game was over. That's impressive in a shout playoff out, game yeah, against a three-time defending Eastern Conference. I love champions. it. That's impressive. He was just like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to bed. We got this. So it was in this Mayan village in San Antonio, in the Toledo district, way down south, and. uh it was out on this guy's farm, like walking up a hill, and coming down the hill, there was like this small child, maybe four years old, carrying forty or fifty pounds of corn, like you know, using his head as like a, you know, to put the strap around the head and the bag hanging behind. Uh, more corn than I could carry down a hill, uh, but he was wearing a, a Pacers uh, shirt. And it was actually, it was the day after game six, and I had no idea. We didn't have internet. I had no idea who won. Uh, but when we saw him, we knew that the Pacers had won, and there would be a yes. game seven. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it was a sign. He was a messenger. He was a messenger. Yes, that's right. Oladipo, I believe, sent him <laughs> in all his powers. Wow, I've I've been saying for for weeks that this is the most fun, maybe months now. Shit, it's April. Yeah. Um, yep. This is the most fun I've ever had watching the Pacers. This yep. team is just they're they're so fun and they love basketball so much, and it makes me it just makes me so proud to be a fan and so happy that I get to you know that my team is the one doing it. I mean. Uh, it's, it's, it's been a great season, regardless of what happens on Sunday. Game seven of uh, a series against the Cavs finished up today. Pacers uh, in, unable to uh, take it on the road. Uh, Cavs end up winning and moving on to the second round. Super, super proud of these guys overall in the season, though. For I sure. Think, I think they all sound super hungry. Um to come back. I mean, I think the biggest indicator is uh, to sort of transition to the next topic is uh, Corey Joseph, who had a player option next season 
and I actually predicted that he would opt out of that because he could probably get more money on the open market. He has already opted into that contract for about $8 million or something, uh, a decision that he didn't have to make until the end of June. So he basically two months ahead of time uh, was like, yes, I want to come back and get this squad together and, and run at this again because it's such a good place to be. Mark Boyle was so proud of the Pacers. Oh, yeah. He, like, couldn't stop gushing about them during Game 5. He was like, the fact that these guys are fighting back in this game, I just, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It was amazing. You know, and I I, I listened to, and I have listened to, and very much respect his opinion, and he has not talked that way about other teams of ours. No. Um, and for him to do that to me is phenomenal. It's a, such a good sign that someone so close to the organization who's been there for so long and yeah. doesn't talk that way about other teams, um, thinks so highly of this uh, this particular team is is, uh, is tremendous. Yep. Whew. It was a hell of a season. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Did you? You probably didn't know this, because, uh, uh, but there was a period of time, and I'm not sure why I did this, but on Instagram, I basically just posted pictures of pickles. Really? I was into pickles. Yeah, I was. I was. Were you eating a lot of pickles at the time? Or oh were you yeah. Just like, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. We were. We were. You could pickle a lot of things, you know. So we we were eating a lot of pickles. We were. Well, we were. We were pickle connoisseurs, you would say. I mean, you could pickle anything, really. Yeah, pretty much. Were there a lot of comments on the size of your pickle? No? Okay. That means it was Next probably... Next question. That means it was probably average-sized pickle, right? It's time for a break. <laughs> <laughs> it's boys' night, right, Colson? Boys' night. <laughs> boys' night! I found a new term that I love. It's called porky pigging. And it's when you only wear your shirt around your house. <laughs> like that's just the shirt. <laughs> Why did you find that? That's on Urban Dictionary. That's why I was going to go to Urban Dictionary. I've, I've been banned from that site. You have been banned. Uh, I think it's time for a break. I'm going to get Porky picked up here. and uh, uh, Luckily, this is just an audio podcast. So, But you guys... We're going to get the full effect. Gentlemen, let's take a quick break here. We'll get into halftime. I've got some music this week uh, from Maria Ivy and uh, Tribe Soul. I saw these guys at, uh, what's the place? But it's, 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 it's the one by you, Colson. Hi-Fi? Uh, no, it's the uh, one White Rabbit? The, nope, the other one. Uh, Pioneer. Pioneer is where we saw them. <laughs> Invited you. Didn't, didn't turn out. You didn't turn out. You missed a great show. You should listen to the music. Uh, it'll be on this this show, and then next time, you'll uh, you'll come. Next time when I tell you, hey, Tribe Soul's playing, and you'll be right there. Just tell me that ESPN told me I should. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll do that. We'll be back in a few. Every mother, father, daughter, son. Every 
everybody's just and everybody is. We lost it and tried what you're living for. So just stuck in your way, it's gonna bother the right wing. Make sure to check out the link uh, in the show notes. Also, the, the these guys' Tribesoul were featured on the cover of Nuvo, which uh, is pretty cool. And uh, some good videos on YouTube. Uh, go check those out, too. Something so refreshing when you do it. <laughs> you sure you're drinking hams? <laughs> That's not usually the sound that people make. <laughs> Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> We're never going to get that ham sponsorship. <laughs> I'll cut this out and post it. That's where all it. the big money is. <laughs> That's right. It's in the, it's in the big money bottom hands. shelf beer. <laughs> this bottom shelf podcast is brought to you by <laughs> the bottom shelf beer. Hams. <laughs> what, do you get a, what do you get a brick for these days? Um, ten ninety nine if you buy it warm. Okay. And that's the brick. That's not the twenty four pack. That's a thirty pack there, Joe. Well, that's a good deal. Now, um, if I get it cold, it's eleven ninety nine. It's outrageous. I know. It's that cost of electricity just driving up the price. Um, I I did I tell you this? I was at my grocery store the other day, and I was like, well, I'll just pick up some beer, and they were trying to charge me. I think it was sixteen ninety nine for a brick of hams, and I was like, "This is outrageous." Did I you waited. demand to see the manager? <laughs> no, no, I just didn't buy my hams there, and I waited a day to go to the liquor store because I refused you... to pay the extra six dollars. It's just highway robbery. God, you've grown up. <laughs> <laughs> it's not how I. That's not how I thought that story was going to end. <laughs> <laughs> I spoke to the manager. <laughs> Threw some stuff, cried, and then bought it anyway. And then drank it all in my underwear. <laughs> That's how that story should have ended. Um, so the uh, the matchups will be Cleveland against Boston and Houston against Golden State. Um, what did you guys think uh, about the, the this round of the playoffs? I thought it was the East was... I guess they, they all were kind of blowouts, but... Uh, uh, I think the East was much less expected uh, for it to turn out that way. Well, definitely. I mean, we talked about it a little bit last week, but Toronto, you know, what the heck is going on there? And, in fact, they thought the situation was so bad they fired their coach, which we'll talk about a little bit more later. But they got to blow that whole thing up, I guess. Or maybe this is just what LeBron does to teams. There was an interesting article in the, the Washington Post today Tim Bontemps was talking about basically every team in the East um, has just been shattered by LeBron James over the past 
11 years or something like that. He's he's now 31 and 4 in playoff series against Eastern Conference teams. Four. There's only three teams that have beat him basically. This the Celtics when they had the big 3 beat him twice. Uh Orlando the, beat him the once. The Pistons beat him and the Orlando beat him. Yep. Yeah. And that's it. And uh so this snaps Boston's 37 and 0 record when leading 2-0. That is correct. So that was nice of LeBron to hand that to them while he also uh, won his 24th straight Eastern Conference playoff series. Okay, that's just ugly. <laughs> so the other thing the other thing I found ugly is that they went ahead and released uh, all of the they, – they were like, all right, uh, LeBron has beat Detroit three times in this stretch. And, you know, and he beat Milwaukee three times in this stretch. And then he beat uh, – you know, and they, were, they got to Boston five times in this stretch. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know who else they beat five times in this stretch? The Pacers. So uh, the Pacers in Boston are the most beat teams by LeBron in this 24. Uh, um, 24-0 run. Yeah. Well, the good news is he's he's going to go to L.A. now, so we don't have to worry about him anymore. Is he? Is he going to L.A.? He's going somewhere. He's, he's going not somewhere. doing this again. He is. Not, Why would he do this? He is again? not doing this again. He looks this so tired and miserable. Terrible for his legacy. He looks terrible and miserable right now. So we have not seen the outcome of Game Seven in the West, uh, but we will speculate wildly about the outcome there. We know, right? We know. We know. We'll get there. without we'll get there. Chris Paul. It's uh, that whatever. Okay, we'll get there. Spoiler alert: There's no Chris. There's no Chris Paul. I think you're supposed to say spoiler alert before you tell people the information. Spoiler alert. We're not good at spoiler alerts. You can look at that and say, okay, his intent of leaving Great. the bench. So you want players coming off the bench to go talk to the refs. That's the plan? I'm just – I just in a finals game, clearly he wasn't trying to escalate the situation. Hey, hey look. I mean, I, I agree with you. I don't, I don't – yeah, I'm, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Like, I don't want to see anybody suspended either. I think it's all stupid. But the point is that the rule is stupid. If you're going to have the rule – and you're just right. going to you know, flout it whenever you feel like it doesn't work for you, then that creates a larger problem. Sure. I think that rule may change in this offseason because of stuff like this. I don't think it will because you kind of need either. it to be hard and fast to make sure that people don't come on the court. And well, but if it's not hard and fast, I mean, it's not hard and fast at this point, so just make a rule <laughs> that's hard and fast. Just not this oh, rule. you stop saying hard and fast? <laughs> <laughs> What kind of rides do they have at the beer fest? <laughs> they have the, like, what's the It's a Small World ride like at the beer, beer fest? Well, uh, well, I know one ride is you have to walk a straight line and touch your nose <laughs> yeah, and sing the alphabet backwards. I don't think those were rides you were doing. Oh, what? <laughs> I waited in line for a long time for that. I thought we were doing a ride along, but then I had to pay bail. got weird. <laughs> I'm sure that there's a stand that has a I got a bunch of tickets, though. I don't know where to catch them in for presents. You know, I feel like the Pacer season is over, so whatever you get from us at this point is just gravy. Enjoy it, Pacer Nation. Maybe they want some meat and potatoes instead of just gravy. Gravy is really good over potatoes. And meat, honestly. Ah, gravy. Ah, gravy. This show brought to you by Gravy. The we, show we're talking about. We should get, <laughs> you got more? We should get Gravy to sponsor the show. Where do we, where the would he get the powerful Gravy get, lobby? Yeah, get the big Gravy money. 
Next up, got my stat of the week. Joey, stat of the week. You know, we talked a lot last year. Russell Westbrook averaged a triple-double for the season, which when he picked that up, everyone said, hey, this guy should be the most valuable player in the league. Well, he did it again. Last what? game of the season, he picks up 16 rebounds, which gives him enough on the season for his triple-double. Uh, but nobody cares about that anymore. <laughs> Even a little bit. No, everyone's talking. Uh, everyone's talking Harden, uh, just because he's you know he's the best player on the t- best team. You know he's uh, maybe he's close to a triple double, but his team won you know way more games. And uh, LeBron James, uh, we we talked about in the last uh, couple shows ago how fantastic you know, he was. I think a unanimous uh, vote for the unbeatables for the MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, Westbrook does the same thing. He's the first person to ever ha- average a triple double uh, two years in a row. And uh, it's not a big deal anymore. He's normalized this. What, what, what kind of world do we live in? I don't know. Joey, stat of the week. Got a second stat of the week for you. Uh, this is one's a, a tweet from Basketball Reference. You know, we, we're big fans of them on the show. Uh, they have they have so many fantastic st- stats. You can find pretty much anything. This one they tweeted out. It says the average bowl of soup contains 12 ounces, <laughs> ounces <laughs> meaning it's likely that J.R. Smith's 2017-2018 uh, OST, which is uh, ounces of soup throwing, <laughs> that it's higher than his 2017-2018 PER, which is only 8.2. That's <laughs> <laughs> fire. Wow. Sick burn from Basketball Reference. Uh, if you haven't heard, uh, J.R. Smith was sus- uh, suspended by his team for throwing a bowl of soup at his coach. <laughs> we wanted to find out more, but he won't say what kind it was. Inquiring was it a minds bisque? want to know. Yeah, exactly. Like a clam chowder is a whole different experience than like a minestrone, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I just I just don't buy that, you know, you go through the motion of throwing soup at another human and you don't remember what kind of soup it was. I just don't buy it. Right. <laughs> soup gate. What is he hiding? <laughs> yeah, is what is one reflect more or less poorly on him? Like if it's <laughs> if it's like mulligatani, is that like a, an outrage cuz that's a, a waste of really good soup? But if it's like tomato soup, people are like, hey, you know, whatever. Everybody's throwing tomato soup on somebody at some point. Sure. Obviously. My OSD for this year is 24. <laughs> <laughs> You're outperforming JR Smith. And it's only February, or it's only March, so take that, JR Smith. Transition, a third stat of the week. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> So um, I was perusing NBA Reddit uh, at lunch one day this week, just randomly, and um, there was a statistic on there that I thought was quite interesting related to our Pacers. So I don't know how common this is, but Nate McMillan played in the NBA for 12 seasons, something like that, Okay, 10 to 12 seasons, lots of games. And over those 12 seasons, he amassed more assists than he did points. So he's he had he scored four thousand seven hundred thirty three points and had four thousand eight hundred and ninety three assists. 
I mean, not crazily surprising since he was a point guard, but usually people just score more points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Over their career. It's pretty wild. It strangely made me like M- Nate McMillan more. Hmm. Because he's a bad shooter? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And I think that's the lesson you were supposed to take, Joey. <laughs> I guess he also, I guess he'd be a pass first guard. There you go. <laughs> you guess. I don't know that I've said this before, but I guess shout out to Nate McMillan. <laughs> He's going to be your coach for a while, buddy. Yeah. 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 Have we mentioned that he signed an extension? Yeah, he signed like three year extension, right? No, we're still in the denial phase. <laughs> okay, about fair it. enough. <laughs> we'll, we'll cover it once you get to anger. Okay. <laughs> it's better radio. It, it is, is better, better radio. radio. Coulson's, uh, your, your uh, reactions usually just start there. Right, yeah, yeah. I don't go through denial. I just start with rage. No, you do. It's just a different order. You're started in anger. Somehow work its way back to denial. Yeah, it's a weird process. Yeah. denial, yeah. And you don't have acceptance. It's just not one of them. <laughs> yeah, that's how I, I accept things by denying them. That's how it is. There's an extra, a couple extra steps in there. Mostly just anger steps. Is breaking stuff a step? <laughs> oh, one one of the flags I, I put on a hill was the Christmas Attic Tigers, and you guys needed to make jerseys right. for them, and you didn't do it. Um but this one, just seriously, you've got a whole off season. Make a goddamn Bojan Bogdanovic t-shirt. <laughs> That's all I'm asking. The man scraped a basketball off his knuckles and shot a 35-footer to keep us at a playoff game. The man's a NBA Indiana hero. He's a legend. He's a legend. Make him a t-shirt. <laughs> Just, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm asking. You've got a whole off season to make this happen. All right. I think it's time for another under Googleable. Colson, what do you got for us this week? Oh, are we doing under Googleables? That was the plan. Super excited. Um, you told us we had to, sir. You <laughs> said, said, said we signed up for it. In the end, it's going to be better and more true than Google can give you. Uh, so I was uh, going through some of the old podcasts, and um, Harper asked a question in that, in that podcast, and um, I wanted to answer it for him. He's probably not asked it since then. He probably doesn't care anymore. But in the podcast, you asked where Down to the Wire came from. I immediately uh, suggested that it was uh, a bomb cutting, uh, like a cutting wires and bomb in MacGyver is where it came from. Mm. And um, and we all agreed that that was okay, that that was probably where it came from. But I think that's probably not where it came from, and I figured I'd ask you guys <laughs> where the phrase down to the wire. So do you, do you think, like, specifically, like, from the TV show MacGyver? <laughs> <laughs> MacGyver style cutting wires is what I was thinking. I, not, I don't think the phrase was originated from MacGyver itself, but I think it might have By been the way, earlier. That show does not hold up. It is no, terrible. Really? It really it is, it is so bad. Yeah, not Can good. I see it on uh, Hulu or something? Netflix? I don't know. We we bought some DVDs of like. It, it, oh, so you spent good hard money on this? Uh, it it wow. was for a thing at work, and it was it was unwatchable. It's no A-team, I'll tell you that. 
that's yeah, that holds up for sure. <laughs> so yeah, cutting down, cutting you know, cutting the little plastic sleeve off without actually cutting the wire, in my mind was down to the wire. Mm. Mm. So it's just an electrician thing. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. They actually have tools for that. You got a little, little scraper. Yeah, a little, they, they, wire stripper. Yeah. yeah, wire stripper. Wire, yeah, wire, wire stripper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's that's where you get that phrase. <laughs> I'm gonna go out I on don't a know the... limb. Okay, okay. And suggest that maybe that's from racing. Okay, um, like uh, car racing. Well, I don't think it's probably. It's definitely not car racing, but I probably don't think it's even human racing. I think it's probably dog or horse racing. Not baby racing. Unfortunately, Ooh. not. Okay. But it can be now. It is now. We can start using wires in baby races. That sounds like a massacre. <laughs> it's like the worst thing. Ever. Not like an actual well, wire. As as it, it, just because you think that every wire is attached to a bomb, Colson, it's going to be. <laughs> okay. There are other kinds of wires. <laughs> what kind of wires are there, Joe? The most most ones are non-bomb wires. Okay. Like telephone Well, I got wires. copper wires. I think those are connected to bombs. Um, <laughs> I, that's the only kind of wire I know. Did you just grow up in a lot, like just surrounded by explosions all the time? <laughs> just an action movie? <laughs> I did watch a lot of 80s action films and did grow up in a bomb uh, manufacturing facility. No. <laughs> Raised by terrorists. <laughs> wow. Two horses hit a wire at the same time. How did I learn anything from that? How do I know who wins? Um, because of the cuts on one of the horses from the well, wire no, tearing into their body. I, I don't think it's some like high That's actually not nano a bad idea. wire that <laughs> bobsters use to strangle each other with. I think it's something fairly, you know, easy to cut. No, I love this idea. That's how you figure out who won. It's just whoever's bleeding. Whoever whoever dies first won. Right. Oh, whoever yeah, loses their head, right? Just, just slops <laughs> off their head. Oh, they won. <laughs> I was looking at a map the other day, and I realized that Russia is actually east of North Korea, which is an insane thing to think about. Yeah. So, like, the northern gotcha. tip of Russia, like, wraps around yeah, like North Korea. Kamchatka and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. That was my favorite territory in Risk. <laughs> that was my... Key to it all. That was my favorite <laughs> crappy vodka in high school, also. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but so yes, so I think that caviar are the the eggs of a sturgeon. Okay, and so a live caviar experience this would is be this is the freshest of the fresh. Like, are, you, no, well, no, like I somebody mean, somebody catches a sturgeon and a pregnant sturgeon and it squeezes it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess it's not squeezed. But, so uh, they they just put a bunch of sturgeon in a pool. And you go and you just squeeze the fish until it, it poops mm-hmm. out eggs. No. No, I think no. they, uh, you uh, open it up, right? Yeah, that's my guess. Oh, it's, so yeah. I have to, do I have to kill my own sturgeon? I don't think so. I think that... Uh, no, they probably do that for you, but... Yeah. My guess is it's either dead or almost dead, and they uh, 
So it's a really up. old sturgeon that just has no, no, no. It's a mortally like, wounded sturgeon. It might as right, well like be. fish out of water. Uh, <laughs> and then they. Uh, I feel better. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, it's like you, a flesh wound. You open it up, and then you either you know just grab a spoon or something, and so so you're saying. Oh, that, so, so you're thinking it's like a I'm, Temple of Doom situation. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, he's he's coming in with a knife and a spoon. He's cutting open the sturgeon and then he's scooping out the roe and he's eating oh, it right there. We're playing knifey spoony. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, potentially. Well, <laughs> way to stump us, Mr. Colson. I think we're gonna have to reach out to our, our listeners. Yeah, tell, listeners, uh, please, uh, if you uh, know uh, the origin of Cottonmouth, go ahead and send us in a, a tweet or a. a <laughs> Twat or whatever people do. I don't know. Uh, Excuse me. (laughs) Send an an email. I don't know. What are the kids doing these days? And and Instagram. Instagram. They're staying away from you. (laughs) First topic of note: the draft happened, and the Pacers. I mean, I think that it seems like they won the draft, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. We got uh, two draft picks, uh, Aaron Holiday and uh, one half of Thug Passion, uh, Alizé <laughs> Johnson. You got to bring your own Hennessy. That's the that's the rule. What do we know about what about uh, these these players we picked up? Aaron Holiday, I know, is Drew Holiday's brother, and Justin um, Holiday's brother. Mm-hmm. Oh. He's, bro, they're both of them. That's interesting. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's. Uh, that's uh, fun, yeah, fun fact. Uh, point guard. Uh, I don't know, what do we know, uh, Harper? Do you know specifically about these guys? Like, what's the uh, what's the scoop on them? I don't know anything about Alize Johnson. I can tell you, he's a <laughs> six eight power forward. Is <laughs> what the draft board says. Uh, apparently, he's very good at rebounding. Okay. Yeah, that's his big skill. Um, I mean, he's elite at it. Yeah, sure. Whatever. But he doesn't second, do anything late, else well. He's a late second round draft pick. Yeah. So yeah good yeah. good luck to him. Aaron Holiday, however, was an absolute steal, I thought, for us. He fell down a lot farther than I thought he would. Um, really exciting player. Um, plays well with the ball. Uh, potentially an elite level defender, even though he's a bit undersized at 6'1". But really a solid talent and a steal where we got him. So uh, I think he's going to fit in really well. Not only... Because of his skill set, but also because he just seems like a really together guy, and uh, certainly he has the pedigree. So he knows what it takes to win, and uh, it's exciting. It's an exciting pick. Yeah, and I want to send a, a fruit basket to the general manager of the Utah Jazz, who selected Grayson Allen. Yes, two picks before yes. that. Thank you. Yes, prevented us we from pulling that trigger. Him. That was nice. <laughs> Um, so I just got a text from a friend that said LBJ, LBJ, LBJ. Um, I assume that he's going to the Lakers now because my friend is a Lakers fan. So that might be breaking news. Is that mm. a thing? Four years, $154 million. There you go. Wait, is that, is that happening? That it's just happening. happened. Breaking news on the pod. By the time you hear this in three days, it will be <laughs> super yeah. hot takes. It seemed like we had this locked and loaded. I mean, this happened at like 1250. This happened before I went to sleep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We were um, ready for Dougie McBuckets. We were all over. That was over. the first thing we did. Seriously. Like, there, this was like, I think I think he was the first signing. 
in the NBA potentially <laughs> that wasn't re-signed. Yeah, that was that was one of the midnight ones. Yeah. We so I'm saying like, we got to lock this guy down immediately. We don't want to lose. And we, I mean, we knew what we wanted to do, and we sure. did it immediately. I want to look at his uh, his career comps are uh, Arnie Farron. Oh my mm. dude. Walter Berry, Mickey Davis, Mike Jackson. Stop me when you hear a name you've heard of. <laughs> uh, Sam Williams, George Adams, Solomon Hill. Oh, I know Solo. him. <laughs> Tom Tolbert, Shabazz Muhammad, and Frank Kaminsky. I, I've been telling you guys all offseason, go find me a new worst defending Solomon Hill. Go out and do that for me. <laughs> I guess he's off the bench. He's a... It's fine. It doesn't matter if he sucks because he's clearly going to after Look. the first <laughs> This is... Uh... Is there anybody else has a more reasonable uh, take yes. on this? Doug McDermott is the son of a basketball coach. He played his college ball at Creighton for his dad. This guy grew up eating, drinking, sleeping, breathing, smoking. basketball, smoking, whatever. Whatever the kids do. Vaping. The basketball, vaping. I don't know. Vaping basketball. <laughs> Vodka eyeballing. <laughs> Boofing, you know, whatever. Apparently, as 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 far as I've I've been told, um, we told Lance we were cutting him for cap space, and that we'd bring him back with the um, mid level exception, which was going to be a raise on what he had before, right? So it'd be a, mm-hmm. a, the mm-hmm. two hundred thousand dollar raise that he got for L.A., and he took that time to follow LeBron, so. I want you to feel better about this, Joey. I don't, we didn't like unceremoniously cut your favorite player. We told him we'd resign him, but he had the free agency to do something in that in that small amount of time, and he and he left to follow the bright lights of L.A. So to make you feel better, Joey, he spurned us specifically. <laughs> you <laughs> left you at the altar. Feel better, Lance. Lance came back. He got us in the playoffs two years ago. He was incredibly important this last year. Uh, with his energy off the bench, um, you know, and everybody talks about how he's he's a little bit too crazy and he's a locker room killer. But this was the best chemistry in the league this year, and he was a part of that. He won us a lot of games. Um, he was electric. He was a fan favorite. I am devastated he's gone. I'm going to pour some beer out for him. I think um, I'm going to go uh, go ahead. I don't know where he lands on the list, but I will promise you that he lands on the top 25 Pacers of all time list after his most recent stay with us does that make you feel better joe it does and i and i want a i want to promise a vow now that okay. he comes back for a third stint top five <laughs> how about top top eight we'll split the difference uh top top six and a half okay fair enough i i think we need to have the retirement ceremony uh for roy hibbert um i was unaware that he retired he just did it quietly um, as was his way, the gentle giant that Roy Hibbert was. Um, so here we go. Well, he still is. <laughs> so we'll put a little Seuss on. Um, at the time of uh, this recording, you were eighth all time on uh, Colson's top 25 faces of all time. Uh, you will live forever in Pacers' hearts. Is that, is that how it goes? Sure. Sure. You will live forever in Pacers' hearts. Cheers. Cheers.
Uh, all right, Colson, uh, this is your show. You've uh, got about 12 pieces of paper in front of you. Um, you've spent mo- most of the month of August preparing for this. Uh, take it away. Yeah, I spend all of my prep work uh, for the entire season on this one show, and then the rest of the time I just kind of show up cold and <laughs> hope other people have watched the games is what normally happens. <laughs> so, yeah, insert jingle here. You've ever had watching a game show? And let's play. Where that player at? Uh, so this is our sixth annual, believe it or not. Um, wow. Uh, Joey won the first year. Jason won the second. Harper won the third because he studied that year, which we've now banned. Um, the fourth year uh everybody tied very exciting uh and then last year jason won so uh if if i tally that up correctly that's three wins for jason and two for joey and harper joey's clearly going to keep sitting on two wins for a while Mm -hmm. Uh, so congratulations on your win harper (laughs) colson just likes to make it even yeah (laughs) joey may win even though he's not here and then, he's certainly going to give less wrong answers. That's, That's true. Right, exactly. <laughs> Jason. Yep. Do you know where half man, half amazing Vince Carter is going to be playing basketball next year? <laughs> he's still playing. He's still basketball. playing basketball. <laughs> he's going to be 42 in January. Unbelievable. <laughs> Let's see. Okay. So <laughs> Vince, Vince played for. He was in Sacramento last year. That is correct. Somehow? I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a half point for that because I didn't know where Ooh, it played. Nice. <laughs> and then wait, before that he was in Memphis. He's been. I think he's gonna try to play for every team in the league. Maybe. Okay. Seattle so SuperSonics. <laughs> is he playing for? This doesn't make sense, but is he playing for Atlanta? He is playing for Atlanta. Oh, what? I could, I could oh, feel nice. like you were getting there. I could, you could see like you'd seen it maybe in your mind somewhere, and you're like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Why would that be the case? Well, his previous contract in in Memphis was like four years for like eighty million dollars <laughs> right. or something. That's right. That's yeah. Right. Uh, what are they paying him in Atlanta? Well, at his age, the veteran minimum is like thirteen million. Or something, <laughs> so. I'm gonna give it to you. The veteran minimum. I'm gonna say one. Yeah. One for ten or something. No, I'll give you. It's the veteran minimum is. Uh, 2.4 so oh it's 2.4 yeah, yeah. oh you're gonna get it. <laughs> <laughs> uh harper tony parker uh-huh. oh no one tony parker. <laughs> where's he, he went gonna to be the hornetses he did go to the hornetses charlotte hornets pick up tony parker do you know uh, so what it weird cost them? i can i cannot picture him still in a it's gonna hornets. be so weird to see him in a no yeah, it's gonna be so a weird. different uniform yeah. So he played 17 years with the Spurs. 17 yeah. years. Six All-Stars, four All-NBAs, uh, four titles. So, yeah. Um, uh, I sh- we should link to it. Um, Pop put out a really nice little goodbye and a thank you uh, after he left. You um, mean Pop signed some statement written by the PR staff? That- yeah, but it was really <laughs> nice. It was... It, it was uh, I, I, Pop tried to emote... 
<laughs> didn't go well. And then somebody staff right Pop's just upset that his uh, his wine connection. Right, French exactly. wine he was gone, smuggling so. the stuff in when when the family members came. <laughs> exactly from France. Harper, do you know where DeAndre Jordan is going to be playing basketball next season? Oh, oh, DeAndre. He's graduated to Dallas, I believe. That is correct, sir. Where he will have tons of fun not being a Clipper. Well, he's the last member of Lob City to leave uh, the Clippers. Um, and it finishes as kind of a nice bookend to the, the hostage situation story they had earlier. <laughs> right. <laughs> where, right. Where all the Clippers like tied him to a chair. <laughs> And wouldn't let <laughs> that sentence like, has ever been said before in the in human history. A nice book into the hostage situation. <laughs> so I've got the, the the totals here, ready for me to announce the champion. Mm, oh. I think we've sure. been keeping score <laughs> well enough to know. Um, JT did it again, buddy. Congratulations, buddy. Uh, uh, surprisingly, yes. only a one-point victory, um, but you got uh, more of the bonus points. If if, if Harper had more bonus points, I would have. Uh, I I don't know what we would have done. We just had to sit here uh, Quaker style and decide it, maybe. <laughs> but it worked out. That's can, the way can you, you arm wrestle via Skype. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we should build that app. Yeah. <laughs> That's a million-dollar idea right there. <laughs> We could do, we could take shots over Skype until somebody passes out. <laughs> I think that's uh, just called Harper our wins that one. Show. <laughs> it's, <all> the- <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to sort of imagine that um, you know last season was just sort of magical and a one-off, um, but I think it's equally easy to expect that this group of men are going to continue to work really hard and improve together and be an mm-hmm. even better team. Um, starting this season because they know not only how good they can play so that they can, you know, go out and visualize that, but they can, they have, you know, they've got that starting point, right? They know what they're capable of. And I think that, you know, we should have a stronger start to this season than we did last season, even though teams didn't know we were coming. Well, and I'm hoping that, you know, there's going to be internal growth from Miles Turner, uh, from Sabonis, um, Maybe Oladipo is as good as he's going to be, which is fantastic. He you shut your face. Well, but he's third All NBA. Like the the guy is a top fifteen player in our our league. Speaking of uh, of the new Pacers, Kyla Quinn, Tyreek Evans, Doug McDermott, Aaron Holiday, these are all new Pacers, along with Alize Johnson or Alize. Is that right, Colson? Uh, yeah, Alize. Alize. Yeah. In, in case you it's, need help remembering, he has a song. Alize Johnson 2.0. We will link to it. It's amazing. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> so easy like Sunday morning. That's what I thought it was. That's his song. Alize like Sunday morning. <laughs> oh man. First topic of note we'd like to discuss. So Jason and I we recorded a show last week, talked a lot about Miles Turner. And um I think in direct response to that, uh, the Pacers signed <laughs> Miles Turner to a four-year, $72 million extension. It's big news. This is, locks him up for, for a long time. Um, 
I mean, I I think that the, the you know leadership within the organization has been saying all you know the two guys for sure, Oladipo and Miles Turner, that they're focusing on is Sabonis as well. But these these he's one of the cornerstones uh, of this franchise. So we should link to this uh, Players Tribune article that he wrote about his sort of adoration for the Indiana fan base. Joey, did you did you? Get a chance to read that article? No, I haven't got to read that one yet, but I I did love the uh, the title. Yeah, that what is it? Indiana has no chill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's about basically he does the uh, he so he has inherited the Roy Hibbert uh, fan zone or whatever, yeah. uh, and so he does interviews basically for these people to sit in the fan section so they don't they don't they get free tickets as far as I can understand for these game yeah. home games. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but I think what permeated throughout that article was his um, respect for uh, Indiana basketball fans and his um, appreciation for Indianapolis as a city. So, I mean, the really nice thing prospect-wise going forward is that we're returning, like you said, seven of those top eight guys, right? Or arguably our top seven guys. Right. <clears throat> and that type of continuity is... Um, less common in the nba than it used to be right and it can go a long way we've seen in the past right you know the the previous iteration of the pacers the roy hibberts and paul george and david west teams they really benefited from being together and being cohesive um year after year after year right running the same sets knowing where guys want the ball etc etc so i think that's a it was fun until they started hating each other right so if we can avoid that that's, yeah. that's got to be a top priority. Oh, yeah, I got an update. My mom, uh, who is a, an usher for the the field house, talked to somebody in the that, that works at the home court gift shop, and they do have Bogdanovich T-shirts now. Okay. So they Maybe. so they bowed to our pressure. Exactly. That's right. Okay. Yep. Well done, Pacer Nation. Isn't TJ Leaf in the weight room? Can't we get... Some TJ Leaf in the second. Apparently, game. he's been in the weight room. Uh, apparently, he's gained twenty five pounds of muscle. So, All right, he's up to one seventy. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, he said he's ready to lead the team. Is what he said. <laughs> so Kylo Quinn, apparently, um, born and raised in in New York, in Queens, New York, but then during his tenure with the Knicks, apparently, just uh, started going to bar mitzvahs. Just moonlight mitzvahs. Just. He, he got invited to his agent's daughter's bat mitzvah and was like, this is a great party. I'm just going to start going to these things. <laughs> and so then he would get invited as a special guest to bar. He became bar mitzvah man in yeah. New York. What? It's like a real thing. It's like, yeah. So you could like, like call him up and be like, hey, I want you to show up at my kid's bar mitzvah. Exactly. So he yeah. would collect an appearance fee and then go and just hang out with like yeah. He was moonlighting <laughs> as the bar mitzvah and bat mitzvah entertainment. That's hilarious. Uh, this is great. <laughs> See, I'm already. He's already. He's he's nearing the top twenty-five of Facebook. <laughs> oh, That's impressive. Before day one. <laughs> All right. So overall, we're we're uh, thumbs up on the new Pacers. Thumbs up. Oh, through the moon. Is that a saying? Over the moon is a saying. Okay. <laughs> through, through the, the moon, moon sounds. You're like dead. A, you're dead. Yeah, that sounds like a really really. Uh, you know, going through for the roof? suicide. Yeah, you can't. You can't. Uh, you can't uh, go through the moon and be okay. <laughs> you can't yeah. just jump no. through the moon and be. Jump, okay. jump through the moon and be okay. You could go <laughs> through the roof to the moon. 
And that would be fun. <laughs> through the roof. Over, over, the, the over the moon. Yeah, that'd be fun. Okay. Well, I'm through the moon, damn it. These guys are great. Did any of you guys go to the fan jam? No. No, I had a, I had a soccer game. I couldn't get down there. I had a drinking problem. We got to put Colston on special assignment to get to this. I feel like the one year you went, we had, it was just podcast gold. It right? was podcast. I, I, I didn't. I didn't. I, I need to put it on my calendar. Like nothing alerted me. I didn't know what's going on. Are you not on the the email list from the team? No, I'm not. Well, I'm not a it's, season ticket holder like you are, Joey. You can go to Pacers.com and put your email address in there. It's like I think it pops up as like, hey, you want the newsletter? Like every other stupid website. Colson, if you're too lazy to sign up for the email list, you can just go ahead and buy season tickets. They nope. get you on there, too. Um, I hear that uh, if you buy a six-game package, you get uh, opening act for free. Really? Yeah. So seven games for six games. Yeah, seven buy for it. the price of six. There yeah. you go. Yeah. I mean, as the old, that's that's the classic marketing tag. <laughs> that's, the, that's the Pacers dozen, I think. <laughs> Pacers dozen. How's the hams over there, by the way? Delicious. Yeah. yeah. Is it? <laughs> well, it's cold and it's wet, so that's delicious. It's potable. It is. <laughs> All right. That should be their new tagline. <laughs> it's potable. <laughs> With an asterisk that says some conditions. Three thirty nine. What? what? It's a significant number. I never have. Way. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, uh, it's, it's almost to three forty, which when we started this thing, I predicted would be our last show. So I feel Ooh. like we're getting close. Really? No, no, I thought I thought four would be our last. Show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I took the under on four. <laughs> uh, do you think Corey Joseph bites people? Because all I know is every time. <laughs> every time. <laughs> well, every time there's a huge like clump of like dudes that are in the paint, all trying to scrap for a rebound. But Corey Joseph is the always the guy that comes out. You've got like a bunch of seven footers. Corey Joseph comes out of that with a with the rebound. I don't know how he's gotcha. doing it. So that's like the Isaiah Thomas you, thing, where yeah, if there's a ball to scrap for, um, Corey Joseph is the one who's getting it. Uh, Isaiah Thomas used to tell that story. <laughs> he he uh, bit Robert Parrish one time for a rebound, <laughs> and Parrish still got it, didn't he? Still got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He that, was like he wanted was... it more. <clears throat> right. He wanted even more than I did, even though I bit him. That that was an Isaiah Thomas story. <laughs> it's a lot of what for a rebound and our bench has been all but irre- un- irreproachable unreproachable beyond reproach beyond this- reproach <laughs> without abandon <laughs> it's exactly without abandon as far as offense goes the, the Pacers are 30th in pace in the NBA oh. 22nd in turnover percentage and 28th in free throw rate and so you may be asking yourself, how in the heck are we winning basketball games? <laughs> Turn the ball over the, all the time and never get to the free throw line. Well, it turns out that we are shooting the ball at a ridiculous clip. Uh, so we are uh, second in effective field goal percentage, which factors in three-pointers and free throws. Uh, second in true shooting percentage, which is another similar metric to that. And first in three-point percentage. 
Whoa. Uh, in the league. Even and, with Darren Collison in a mini slump. Right, exactly. <laughs> and it's mostly due to Bojan Bogdanovich is shooting almost 60%. 110% by my count. <laughs> <laughs> so from what I took away from that conversation, uh, we should be really worried because we're doing well at things that are probably not repeatable or uh, sustainable for sustainable. a season, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So hit all the panic buttons at four and two. Yeah. <laughs> beep, We're doing beep. bad at things that are uh, addressable. Yes. So. That is so, true. Okay. So be super duper worried and also feel super, super secure. And uh mm-hmm. should be cool. <laughs> that was a really good uh, TLDL, I guess. Too long, didn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> We should we should make a we should make a second pod I guess okay that's undebeatable steel to you and it's just you going so what I got from that conversation is <laughs> it's like a two minute pod yeah yeah maybe we should start having like uh, you know the the uh, what, what's that first sentence in a paragraph called the uh, it's like the hypothesis of the whole thing the, the abstract yeah just an abstract yeah we should probably start with that. Mm. That would take a lot of planning and organization. Mm. I'm out on that one. (laughs) Hard out. All right. Well, we'll just change the name of our show to TLDL then, and it'll be fine. (laughs) TLDL. Right. Joe, do you want do you want to go to the Wednesday game? The Philly game? Yeah, you got a free ticket. Um. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't free to me. Well, uh, we'll, let's talk uh, after yeah. after the show and uh, we, we'll begin the negotiations. He's not saying See, no now. <laughs> just, just uh, maybe, I, maybe uh, your wife's busy. That's all I'm saying. After the election, she be, may not be. be oh, good call. Something happened to your wife. That's all he's saying. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of people that want the the athletes to to stay doing what they're doing. But Vic thought otherwise. He he, he said that uh, you know he's got a platform and he wants to use it. Um, and I think it's 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 cool that he's doing what he's believing. And he's of course being respectful about it, not not being ridiculous or anything like that. But what do you guys think about that, Harper? Um, do you think that they, they should uh, just dribble the ball or, uh, or or support what they what they believe in? I think that anyone who thinks that athletes haven't historically had a profound effect on American politics by using their platform doesn't know their history very well. It's a stupid critique and Americans are Americans. They can say what they want and we should encourage it and not get mad at them about it. So if you're mad about uh, an American who has their beliefs, suck it. (laughs) Well said, sir. Well said. (laughs) And uh, it's funny because it was his, uh, his only block uh, Miles Turner had six in his best game of the season. Um, had 18 points. It's just room. It's Roomba. Sorry. It's Roomba time. It's time to clean. Yeah. Uh, Pacers are, at least as of recording, third in the East, right? Yep. Ahead of the Celtics, 76ers. Pistons, Hornets, and the Nets. And some other schmo teams. <laughs> if 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 Joey didn't list your favorite team, 
That means your team is a schmo team. <laughs> Except for the, the Raptors and the Bucks. Yeah. Everyone okay. else is dead weight. Melo has been a guy who claims to be a rhythm shooter. <laughs> I've never quite understood what that meant. <laughs> I mean, besides I need the ball all the time and I should be able to shoot it all the time and no one should be able to tell me about my shot selection. Um, and, and that's how he doesn't get pregnant, right? <laughs> Sorry. Um, I, didn't mean to, I didn't mean to bring the pod to a halt. <laughs> Just giving you room to cut it out later if you were thinking. Are you still working on that uh, uh, musical as adaptation of the uh, of the Pacers uh, season from last year? <laughs> the musical adaptation. Is the yeah. Um, yes. Okay. I didn't know I was working on it, but I'll start on it right away. Anyway, I'm going to need that here pretty soon across your desk. So this is musical theater, or it's just uh, straight music? Like he's going to drop an album, like Oladipo style? Oh, no. I, no, I'm going to have cast it and everything. We're going to have to okay, take... Okay, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we're, well, it's good. You know, it's more jobs that way. You can employ... Yeah. Set designers and set builders sure. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. The... the um, the moment when Corey Joseph falls after the basket and they all go pick him up. Oh man! Yeah, that's yeah. that's the big uh, except right before halftime. That's that's halftime. That's what the that's what we call it in the biz. It's the end of act. End of act one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the pee break. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you know the dramatic conclusion with uh, Bogdanovich grabbing the ball off the ground right. and. Yeah. In my version, we three. win the championship with that. But yes, you know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's, you it's, gotta it's, use it's, your artistic license exactly, you know, to... for sure. It's it's based on a true story. Right. Yeah, it's also gonna be a spoof on Star Wars somehow. <laughs> just because if you're asking for stuff, why not? Yeah, just throw it throw it on there. <laughs> Kyle discovered that um, probably. <laughs> bad thing but this app called grizzly i think is what it's called where they uh they just bring beer to your house oh. mm. you have to pay for it <laughs> yeah <laughs> all their stuff is pro bono they're just trying yeah. to make the world wow. a better place <laughs> yeah we can start that app we'll just show up at people's house and start drinking beer with them <laughs> like a beer angel or something <laughs> we'll call it bangel Beer Angel, Ugh. Beer Angel, won't you be mine? And Colson already has a song for it. Right. Oh. <laughs> Got ourselves right. a jingle. You knew he'd have a jingle within 30 <laughs> seconds. Have you made any progress on the musical? <laughs> I give it a little thought. <laughs> you know what? I need a couple hooks, you know? It's all, Listen, it's all here's about the, the hooks. Here's the thing. I clearly... Well, I guess we didn't talk about this, but I, I'm the executive producer on this, right? Oh, sure, clearly. Right. I, don't want Lance, I don't want Lance to, to to stab LeBron James. Okay, it could be like an old be, etu. No, Lance. you know what? That's TJ Leaf's job to stab LeBron. Yeah, and I want at the end of the show, and this is based on a true story. Uh, I want the Lance to uh, ascend uh, into the rafters with angel wings. <laughs> 
Okay. And then and then uh, the angels take his jersey off, hang it in the rafters, and then and then shuffle him off to L.A. And then we don't resign him. <laughs> and while he's ascending, he's like playing air guitar. Yes. Yeah. Oh, blowing yes. kisses. Like, he loves yeah. that. Yeah. It's like writes itself. <laughs> it writes itself. We're gonna need pulley systems and stuff. This is gonna be. This might get a little expensive. It's worth it. Totally yeah. worth it. Doesn't the scientist you just want to test it though? Kind of, but the liver inside of me does not want any part of it. <laughs> so it's a hard out on that one. Yep. Fair enough. Maybe that's the name of my musical, "Liver Inside of Me." <laughs> <laughs> and that, yeah, and Liver Eaton Johnson is the narrator of your musical. Oh yeah, he's definitely in it. Is there a difference between lever and lever? Like in any context, uh, you leave her at the altar. <laughs> so you don't lever at the altar. No, you don't do that. Okay. Well, if you're doing Not it if right, you want to stay in the good graces of the church. I don't know what you're talking about. TJ, leave me alone. <laughs> Sorry. Well, it's time to get going. Make like a tree. <laughs> to get out of here. <laughs> I'm sorry, Joe. What's the <laughs> no, it's all right. It's, uh, you guys know. You already know him. This is uh, Jimmer Fredette. Fredette. Uh, he's the lonely god in, uh, in his Chinese nickname. He dropped 75 points uh, uh, in a game this week. And his team still lost. Um, Wait, was he playing basketball? Yeah, playing basketball. Okay. He went 24 what? of 30 floor, 7 of 10 on three-pointers. 2021 from the free throw line. Didn't get that triple double, but dude, that guy's insane in non NBA basketball. <laughs> What'd you say, Coles? Where does he play basketball now? Is he like in my backyard? Where's he on? No, no, no. He's uh, he's on the Shanghai Sharks. Ah, that was that was my uh, shark impression. Ah. <laughs> All right, I think that. Uh, marks the time that we need to get out of here. <laughs> it's like our egg timer. Ah. <laughs> and time to go. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, we, uh, we're, we're getting out of here, but we will have another show for you after the next game. We'd like to thank you for listening. Uh, it's playoff time. Glad to have you along with us for this ride. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. We are at Undebeatables. We're on Facebook.com slash The Undebeatables. Thanks uh, to uh, people sending some Facebook messages. Uh, thanks for uh, getting in touch with us. Our website is TheUndebeatables.com. There's a Facebook, I'm sorry, there's a contact form there. You can send us all a message. Um, if you review our show wherever you listen, thanks to everyone who's been doing that. There's some very nice uh, reviews out there. Um, but it helps new people find our show. We've got some T-shirts for sale on our website slash store. You know what? Uh, we we made T-shirts because we care about winning. Um, and sometimes the Pacer organization forgets to make T-shirts for guys like Bojan Bogdanovic because they don't care about winning. I'm going to start. I'm going to start. This is this is my protest. I'm not even gonna sing the song. I just want. I just want. I just, yeah, you gotta what? sing the song. No, I just. I'm not gonna sing the song until they make a bogey T-shirt. John, I'm taking my stand. This. How long is he under contract? 
<laughs> All right, I'll sing the song. That was a pushover. That didn't work. <laughs> For a once and always coach, Bobby Sicklinard. Turn out the lights, the party's over. The ca- so the, the starting small forward for the Cavs gets t-shirts everywhere. Mm-hmm. Why can't the Pacers have this starting small forward just get like a single t-shirt? I mean, I'm going to make one with puffy paint. <laughs> Glitter. Yeah. And I'm going to send it to him. I'm gonna, I, well, Kyle's going to wear one to Croatia. And then I'll I'll make a secondary one for him. You could probably buy one in Croatia. Maybe she should yeah, she should buy one and send it to me. Yeah. Maybe you should be the exclusive US distributor of the Bogdanovich Pacer <laughs> right. T shirt. She just comes back with a suitcase full of T shirts. <laughs> <laughs> and I stand out front of the field house and sell. I, I'm thinking at the mousetrap, you guys can make a killing. Oh yeah. There were a lot right, of Joey, you there. go spill hams on people and I'll sell the t shirts. Oh no. What happened to your shirt? Uh you know, question mark, question mark, question mark. Profit. Profit. Yeah. yeah. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. You can find us at Undebeatables on Twitter, Facebook.com slash the Undebeatables. TheUndebeatables.com. Don't listen to what Colson tells you. It's the Undebeatables. <laughs> I'm not like trying to throw them off or anything. I just don't know anything. Yeah, I, I mean, just, you just sabotage your own show. At no, no. People just roll me in front of this mic and I talk. I don't know. And then it's over. Turn out the lights. The party's over. Here, here. <laughs> we got uh, t shirts for sale, too. Turn out the lights. You got scooped. I the did. Party's over. That's good. That was way better. I was gonna do mine as the Shanghai Shark. <laughs> oh wow! Then mine was It's fantastic. And uh, we got T-shirts for sale. For once and always, coach. Oh, sorry. Slash store. Hey. <laughs> Just, you should tell them. You should tell them where the T-shirt, to, where to get them. Yeah, to me the to website. Me. You can uh, buy some uh, T-shirts. All right, <laughs> <laughs> let me let, give me the all clear. Like a finely tuned machine over here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. For a once in a I got coach, it. You're up. Bobby Sinclair. <laughs> Turn out the lights, the party's over. There's a there's a meta podcast out there somewhere that analyzes podcasts about the NBA, and they're like, what are your surprises about podcasts that cover the NBA this year? And they're like, I'm shocked at the Unbeatables. You know, they, they've been together for a long time, continuity, and they're just off to the first <laughs> start. just can't get it. Every day they're is the over first four day. so far. <laughs> Early season, season jitters. We're, we'll, we'll get. We'll clean up these turnovers. Yeah, maybe maybe our our show is as polished in inverse proportion to how well the Pacers play. It's gonna be a long season for us, boys. Well, I'll, I'll take that though. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we're gonna start tanking. If that's the sacrifice <laughs> we need to make, to have the Pacers win the championship. Because I think that. I think the 2018-2019 uh, draft looks good for in the in the podcasting world. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. There's some Ball State's got a great media program, <laughs> and there's some uh, there's some really uh, good prospects there. I mean, it is long past time to start planning for my replacement. I mean, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we need to do the tour where we like give you rocking chairs and stuff. <laughs> We gotta look somebody that uh, find somebody that replaces your enforcing ability. You know, what else? What else do you bring to the table? I don't I really not much. <laughs> it's the whole thing. I'm the guy without a call button. <laughs> We've got t-shirts for sale, of course, on the website slash store. For a once and always coach, Bobby Seclinard, now in the Hall of Fame. And warming up for those home playoff announcing games. Games announcing. <laughs> Do you have a stroke? I, sh- I, sh- I short-circuited there for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Turn out the lights. The party's over. I like that. It was quick, efficient, sharp. I'm, I'm playoff I'm form. Round, yeah, rounding into playoff form. Although I short-circuited right before it. So. <laughs> we just got to get it out of your system. Nailed it. Took my eye off the ball. That's a baseball metaphor. That doesn't help. <laughs> well, it's just, you know, if you take your eye off the ball in basketball, it's also bad. It's also bad. <laughs> it's bad in, like, every sport that has a ball. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You make it's an excellent good, point. Very good point, Jared. <laughs> so it's sort of just a sport metaphor. Yeah, it's just sports. I don't. I can't think of one right now where you don't need to see it. Like darts, doesn't matter. Well, you take your eye off the ball, right? I can yeah. think of very specific instances, like a cornerback in football. Like you have to turn your back to the quarterback if you're playing man to man. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, so the coach might yell at you and say you. If you get caught looking the in the backfield, that's a thing. Right. Somebody might run by you. Yeah, you would say to them like you, you know, don't ever not. Look at the ball. <laughs> Keep your eye off the ball, I think would be maybe. Uh whatever. I guess I'm not I'm not a coach. It's <laughs> <laughs> so sad. You gave up on your dream of being a NFL defensive backs coach. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is gonna stand in my way. <laughs> Except turns of phrase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, double negatives. <laughs> but those those guys get hit in the head like a ton. They understand. <laughs> That's me smashing through the glass ceiling of defensive Amazing. back coaches with no experience. <laughs> Did that make the clip show? Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. I got a sticky note on my monitor. Say it says uh, make the clip show. <laughs> <laughs> That's your motivation. I like yeah. it.